Hey, what's up? This is Danny. Uh, this is going to be episode two. Uh, I interviewed Pace from NARP and 95666. Um, we did it outside of the Glue Show last night. And um, I was going to wait till Tuesday to put it out. But with the positive response that I've been getting with episode one, I decided fuck it and just keep the momentum going. Uh, so, fuck it. I'm going to release it today or right now in a bit. <laughs> Um, me and him, uh, we did it outside of the, of the venue of La Chula Bar. Uh, we talked for a good about 30 minutes or so. We just, uh, touched base on, you know, how 9566 started, um, what NARB has been up to the, you know, on the, the tape that he just put out and how long they had that recording. And we just talk about like, we reminisce on how we got into punk and hardcore and, you know how he got into underground rap and we just talk about all different things like that and uh he actually has a nine five triple six announcement a show announcement so y'all should really check that out at the very it's at the very end of the of the episode it's very exciting as far as who it's gonna be and who's gonna perform so y'all definitely check that out all right and this is episode two <laughs> Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Danny. Uh, I'm here with uh, Pace Picante <laughs> from NARB and 95666. What's up? Uh, nothing much, man. We just finished playing the show at Luchula Bar, the glue show. That was fucking <laughs> nuts, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's chaos, bro. <laughs> it was just overwhelming of the amount of people that were in there. The It was fucking nonstop. It was sick. It was, I mean, I, I it was weird because there was so much hype and then I was like hoping like that many people were going to show up and then <laughs> they did and it's yeah. like awesome when that happens because sometimes you have this like idea of like how good a show is going to be yeah and then it <laughs> yeah it just falls short <laughs> and you're just like well <laughs> shouldn't have got my hopes up yeah so yeah. it was a uh, narb's tape release show oh uh, yeah three songs you guys put out today and yeah narb two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 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 and you got a positive reaction online and yeah uh, a lot of people a lot of people buy tapes or yeah we actually saw uh, i don't know the exact number because uh tj was handling the merch but uh from what he told me that we sold a lot of tapes so That's and a few shirts too so nice it's nice uh how long did you have how long did you guys have those songs for um we've been sitting on these songs since well like playing wise we've been playing one of the, the first song on the tape that was our very first song we ever wrote so like we've been sitting on that for a while but we recorded this tape in i want to say august and yeah, we've been sitting on the tape since August. Yeah, uh, you worked with John, right? Yeah, John, John Morales. Hell yeah, dude. From Ingrate. Yeah, I love program. that, like, what he's doing with, like, helping out bands, like, from the ground up, like, sometimes maybe doing it for free or yeah. ch- charging. I don't even think he charged. I think no, he he's like, free. with us, he told us, buy him a meal. Like, yeah, that's exactly. it. That's what he told us, <laughs> too. Yeah, we just yeah, went to Taco like Bell after, paid <laughs> for him, bought him some beer, too. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, and uh, he did that for us, too, and I was real fucking grateful for that. And, uh, I know he's helped out a bunch of other bands and Hell it's yeah. like 
we need more people like that looking out for bands that are barely starting and yeah. giving them the opportunity to right. like put out some music because definitely it's kind of hard like if you don't have the cash and you have to go to someone record and sometimes it's just awkward if you don't know the person Dude, yeah because you have this mindset of how you want to go into it yeah like with old bands like uh muck and stuff like we recorded in an actual studio like sound of rain in edinburgh and uh it was like i don't know man it was a lot of money it uh was you know by the hour so we felt super rushed and it just we weren't even like that happy with how it came out and like feel we felt a little gypped or whatever yeah so like with john though it's like super comfortable environment not rushed whatsoever like he's the easiest person to work with man like and the recordings come out great yeah so. uh he when we did it uh we were gonna do it at the storage we're in grade and everyone practices yeah but i feel like we're i'm sort of cursed with every band because <laughs> there's always one fucking thing that just comes up and yeah. like <laughs> we're gonna record at the storage space so we go and then the electricity went out no way the electricity was not working <laughs> so we're there we're wandering around the storage area trying to find a way to turn it on but it's fucked up because like it wasn't working in that specific storage like area yeah and we could hear other bands practicing oh, and having like you know their fucking rehearsal yeah. and i was like just so happened the one y'all were gonna use <laughs> exactly. didn't have electricity I was, it, it was so desperate that i was like can we just go and tell them yo can we record your storage please <laughs> but it was like fuck it it wasn't meant to be that day i guess and then uh we were going to go again. I don't know. Somehow we ended up in my mom's flower shop. Dude, that's so <laughs> tight. I Honestly, like when when um, we had decided we were going to record with John again, I was like, are we going to record at the flower shop or the storage unit? Dude, I, I don't know who so it was. I, I was like, that's kind of tight. Like seeing, I saw y'all posting like pictures or Snapchats like in a flower shop recording and it just looks fucking tight. Like, <laughs> it was pretty funny because like <laughs> next door is like a hotel motel <laughs> yeah. and like there's just a lot of sketchy like activity there so yeah. i was kind of like uh well i wonder how they're gonna react right but <laughs> at the storage i felt actually more comfortable because yeah. like we're secluded so yeah it's like almost like that's kind of what that place is for you know yeah exactly like, and a flower shop's not really the usual <laughs> band spot <laughs> but that's still cool it's a badass story <laughs> to say you're recording yeah definitely flower shop. Uh, so nine five triples how'd that come up or what um that came up all just with me and my brother clinton um you know what dude? i honestly didn't know you guys were brothers for like a really? while <laughs> i was all like oh they're like good friends and then like i was like wait <laughs> then boncho was like no man they're brothers I was yeah like, I, and then i was like what i know you and derek are brothers yeah like, i know that it's the middle one Derek's oh the shit Clint's that explains a lot <laughs> yeah okay yeah because i was like wait wait they're related wow <laughs> uh yeah. so you guys started it how'd that come up yeah it was just me and clint like uh he had already started trying to do like uh rapping and stuff and uh, here in the valley, you know, it's a very like dead scene. Like, they don't really bring in people, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or make people feel welcome. Yeah, and it's, it's like every show's the same lineup, it's not the as same inclusive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I'm not gonna try and like bash other people or whatever, oh, yeah. but you know, just like matter of fact, like the scene wasn't working for him. Like he wanted to rap, but he wasn't finding anything. Uh, what was it productive to do? Like mm-hmm. in the valley, like no one was including him. No one was like put him on shows or if they did it was a real shitty show you know yeah, like yeah. real shitty slot whatever so he just started saying like i mean we were already listening to like a bunch of underground rap and stuff and i've been doing my stuff with bands for a while and you know we're st- we were starting to notice like people or that divide between like punk and like hardcore and rap was like getting taken away like it was kind of forming like joining together yeah yeah because like, yeah. you know i mean in reality like punk and rap and hardcore and all that it kind of goes hand in hand you know it's all mm-hmm. about like doing it yourself it's all yeah about and then you're like just doing what the fuck you want like exactly. no barriers no yeah. rules just rebelling like against like the um 
what's it called the industry like yeah, the radio exactly. and all that you know like you're not gonna hear punk bands on the radio just yeah. like you're not gonna hear underground rap on the radio yeah like, for sure and so then like some like rap shows that like like the energy like yeah is there and it's something like you would see like at a diy show like yeah you feel like you're at punk. a punk show yeah, exactly. like these these underground rap shows nowadays it's like there's mosh pits and everything and it's it's tight like so when we started realizing that that was a possibility we we're like well we're from both worlds like i mean clint like he just started rapping a few years ago before that he was in the punk scene just as much as like i was mm-hmm. and you were like he was going to all the vfw shows back in the day and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're like we're from both worlds like we can see that there's a possibility of them joining so like let's just try and make it happen and i mean that was the thought at the beginning but we just started small and we just thought like well let's think of like a, a name for like a collective mm-hmm. like we weren't thinking of brand yet but we we're just thinking like a collective like yeah, a little yeah, group sure. so i mean we'd, we'd always had said nine five triple six i mean we're not the ones who invented it or anything like we've been hearing people say that forever like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Like obviously, I remember nine, seeing five, that. Six. Like I remember <laughs> saw this like one girl's MySpace page a long time ago. Yeah, like, like sick. That's back cool. in those days, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. been around. Like Vicky, even um, anyone who knows Vicky, like yeah. Mama Vix, she would she made of some pins back in the day that said nine five six six six, and they're cool. Like a lot of people bought them. So I mean, obviously we're not the ones who invented it, but we just thought like let's put our own little like personalization on it, and that's when we thought of using like the Roman numeral like the nine V, yeah. and um you know and we thought of uh, the logo like the six is going in a circle we just thought like this would be the thing that like kind of like divide it or like make yeah. it our little thing you know Definitely. personalize it a little bit exactly yeah so we we just thought like let's run with this like we've been hashtagging it we've been saying it like let's just make it like something so we just kind of brought it to life and uh we just started out by making stickers uh and we would just slap them everywhere <laughs> yeah dude and then like people have been like started fucking with it like a lot yeah. and then uh i would see stickers randomly in places and i was like this is fucking tight these guys yeah. are on to something these are starting like they're like creating a wave with us yeah we just wanted it to be something it's a very distinct logo it's a very like it kind of sticks in your head when you see it and we just wanted people to start saying like what the fuck is this logo we start we keep seeing everywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah. so we we just slap those stickers all over the valley like whenever we play shows in brownsville whatever with my bands and not whatnot we'd slap them up even if we went to san antonio for something we'd slap them I up think like there was like a flyer in austin i think like I, s- I think i saw clint like retweeted or something like yeah i saw a sticker like it's there was a flyer but like the sticker was there like, yeah i don't know i was like exactly like someone took a picture <laughs> of a bathroom wall or something <laughs> yeah um it was a uh, when right. what's up <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> yeah it was when um crime wave he's like a rapper from tacoma but he's also in a hardcore band called extortionist uh-huh. and uh extortionist was on tour recently and they did like a whole u.s tour or something like that or might have been just like the west coast but uh they played in austin at the dirty dog bar and he saw like a sticker in the restroom there and like tweeted it and whatever like because he had already uh came across our brand from twitter mm-hmm. and he had already ordered a shirt and whatnot oh shit he ordered it yeah like it was cool man literally like if anyone listens to crime wave just know he was like one of the first supporters of nine five triple six like one of the very first it was like before we had even got the shirts in when we we're just doing pre-orders for yeah. the original texas d he saw the pinned tweet on my twitter yeah. and he dm'd me and was like bro like that shirt's tight like it's hard like i need one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so basically like he ordered one and um you know we we're just taking pre-orders he got it like months later and you know he it, he remembered it so when he was on tour in austin he saw that sticker up and was just like you know Dude, snapped that's a pic, cool, man. posted it and was like hey like seeing nine five triple six here whatever yeah I, I saw like pictures uh fat nick and a bunch of other rappers like yeah. wearing your all, y'all's merch like that's just seeing wild. yeah <laughs> seeing that like how do you feel about that like that's it's it's weird man it's like uh it's um uh, 
it's cool seeing like me and Clint's favorite uh, rappers at the moment or whatever wearing or fucking with our stuff. Like just knowing that they think it's something like we're doing something worth actually wearing and repping like that's amazing to see so yeah. it's like uh i saw like people like even freaking out like people from here that weren't aware of your um like the i don't know what to call it collective brand what do you yeah what do you prefer uh brand i guess brand? now i guess okay, started yeah, out as like, a collective, like now some people didn't brand. know or were aware of the brand and then they saw it, they saw like the dudes from suicide uh boys like wearing it and shit like yeah we just really went out on a limb and uh we we felt like they would fuck with it like we just had a feeling so and we knew what like our demographic was going to be mm-hmm. and it would be like all the people who are into this new era of underground rap yeah. who also fuck with like the darker stuff and like punk and all that so we just thought like i'm sure if we showed them the shirts like if they were to see them they would think they're cool so we just took some shirts of us took a greyhound to san antonio to one of their shows and I just had like a backpack of them, like handmade. Me and TJ made them at his house, like oh, screen printed. Sick. Yeah, and um, so like those I weren't even like the first. They weren't even like the real ones. They were like the bootleg, oh like shit. rough draft versions. And uh, I just, I they were hanging out outside the venue after the show, and I saw people had dispersed. So I just kind of went up and showed them the shirts, and instantly they were like, "This is tight." And they asked me to like message them the next day on Twitter so that they could send me the address. And they said like, "Mail me like any." future clothes y'all's make oh, like like, sick, like this is sick so that's what we've been doing whenever we drop a new shirt we mail a couple to them and like a few weeks later or a month later whatever we'll see a picture of them wearing it like on social media yeah, yeah. i've like seen it's like you guys retweeted <laughs> and then i see it like on the timeline yeah. it's like oh fuck this is <laughs> awesome like it's so tight man it's weird it's like a surreal feeling like i'll just be at home watching snapchat stories and um i'll be watching a story of someone who's at a suicide boy show and I just see them wearing it like while they're performing. I'm just like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing that like they believe in it and like yeah. they, they, you know, they fuck with it all like Yeah, all it's, like. it's real cool. It's like, uh, it gives us like a confidence boost. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if these people who like think it's tight, then why wouldn't other people? You know yeah, what I mean? definitely. Like, yeah. especially like they're the people that are like the center of the tension in the scene right now. So it's like all their fans, if they see them wearing it, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, they're tight too. Yeah, they're be curious know? about it. Exactly. So, I mean, we thought... We just went out on a limb man, and just went for it, and it's been working. Like, er, like the ball's rolling, like it's rolling slowly, but like it's been working. Oh yeah, dude. So, um, <coughs> before like all this, like what like you know got you into punk rock, or what was the first like thing you listened to, and you're like, oh shit, this has changed your fucking <laughs> world. Like, I started real stereotypical. The f- very first punk band I heard was the Ramones, and uh, it was like one of their, um, what was it? I think it was the local live. There's, it was like when they performed in Mexico Dude, and it was called Local like Live. When I started um, listening to the Ramones and I would like check stuff out live, like I, I would find like VHSs and like friends yeah. that had like VHSs of like live performances. Yeah. Dude, they played those songs faster. Dude, than yeah, the exactly. The recordings. live performances are better than the, the recordings. The recor- like, yeah, like the live ones was like, holy shit, these guys are playing them so fast. Fuck yeah, that's why I'm glad that that was one of the first CDs I heard. Like it was a CD recording of their live performance and it was so fast and I mean, I just had never heard anything like it. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is tight as fuck. I thought that was like the fastest most hardcore shit i'd heard <laughs> you know and yeah. it's like looking back on it now like you know obviously there's way more <laughs> yeah no well, i mean when i started getting into like punk and hardcore like i was uh if i say this i hope i don't get arrested i was immediately <laughs> downloading music yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, mean, I think everyone no, did it, yeah so everyone it's not like doesn't? i have a fucking collection of bon jovi songs <laughs> in my fucking laptop or <laughs> terrible too yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of punk rock bands yeah it's funny because like i would look up a song and i was like all right minor threat let's check this out yeah and then it would say like 
the amount of minutes and seconds. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know why. I thought like the shorter the song, the, the fucking the more faster punk and more intense. <laughs> and then yeah. like it was funny because I was looking for faster and faster songs. And yeah. then like I was like, it was funny because I was find like some songs that are like three minutes and I was like, no, it's probably like slow. Yeah. <laughs> it was just stupid. Yeah, like, yeah. I just wanted <laughs> it to find a like long the song, fast I'm out. Ever, yeah. Like. You just wanted to find that fast <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, I owe it all to like my older brothers. I mean, obviously being like the youngest sibling, you pick up on what your older siblings are doing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And they're the ones who lent me that like Ramon CD. Like I got a CD player for Christmas in like fifth grade, but my parents didn't buy me any CDs. So <laughs> my brothers were like, well, here, like we have some like older CDs. We don't use much. You can use them. Like yeah, just yeah. hold on to them. And it was like, a few it was a couple of Ramon CDs um so you know I got into that and then eventually I moved on to looking in the collection and it was like the Misfits and yeah all that I just got all escalated you definitely know? <laughs> it just like leads from one thing to another and it's just yeah, like a gateway you start finding out about all these scenes or you start doing your own research Hell on the yeah, internet dude. And, and, it's and you're like, like what so is this whole exciting <laughs> like yeah it is you it's like a journey and it's tight yeah I it's went from like, like minor threat to anti-noworthy to black flag <laughs> and then yeah. like it just kept going and going and I, I definitely like went through like my street punk phase and everything like obsessed <laughs> with the casualties and shit the like that punk core <laughs> shit I remember uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright so yeah it's um, once, like, it's it's weird I wish I could get that feeling again like just yeah being see and that was the cool thing when I started um, discovering underground rap I had that feeling all over again yeah, and yeah it was like wild cause I mean my first the first rapper I was ever like super into um, I don't know. I want to say it was around seventh grade or so, eighth grade. Um, well, it was Biggie. Like it oh, was Biggie dude, Smalls. Yeah. Seventh grade is when I f- discovered yeah. Biggie Smalls. And ready I was to just die? Like, ready Holy to die. Exactly, shit. bro. I would listen to that on repeat every day. I would fall asleep to it. Like I'd rap the words <laughs> to warning <laughs> all the time. Give me the loot. I'd like. Mem- I wanted to memorize that. There's song. this like, with Adam. <laughs> like we were we we're on tour like a while back and. We, we were like falling asleep yeah and like we're like fuck we need something to pick us up we put on ready to die <laughs> and then adam was driving yeah and every time like fucking give me lucas on adam wilds out like <laughs> you've never seen him ever like not, just bro. yelling all the lyrics <laughs> but it's like that's what that fucking album it's so raw and in yeah. your fucking face like it like, is ready exactly to die is so good that's what i loved about it it wasn't like polished whatsoever it was just like all honest just yeah raw. like it, this is like the there's no boundaries i bet when like biggie was in the booth like you just exactly. like did whatever the fuck you wanted. <laughs> it was so tight so i mean that was the first rapper i ever like really 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 got into and then from there it went to i became obsessed with tech nine <laughs> tech nine tech nine is the shit i still like shouts out tech nine man he's like the underground king so i mean i one day i better have tech nine wearing knife at triple six clothes man that would be like a dream come <laughs> you true <do> collab <laughs> for tech real that'd be amazing five triple six <laughs> Dude, that'd, be, that'd sick. be so sick or open up for him something Hell yeah. or just know that he fucks with us like but yeah he was i got became obsessed with him like i wanted all his cds downloaded all his music whatever like and yeah i mean that's what i've been used to just listening to tech nine biggie um stuff like that and then when I discovered this underground shit, I was just like mind blown. I think the first person I discovered was Denzel Curry. And I was just like, it was like back when he was still in Raider Clan. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, what is this Raider Clan shit? I remember like, Pat put me <laughs> on that shit. Like, he was like, yo, look at this video. And I was like, I remember John JD telling me that Pat was into like all this stuff that we were listening yeah. to. I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he put me on, look, check out this video. And I was, uh, and then I, I was like, whoa, like, that <laughs> fucking down. Dude, this is so it's good. It's like, I like, you li- literally think in your head like I've never heard anything like exactly, this before yeah, yeah. and it's just like it's a good feeling man like I, when I found that shit and I, I just became like super interested I was like well what's the rest of Raider Clan so started hearing like Space Coast Perp and all that shit yeah yeah and yeah. um you know it just led to one person to another it became like Sesh Hollow Water Boys and then now it's like all this new shit like Suicide Boys yeah. Buffet Boys I, I was so I was 
fucking with Raider Clan a lot. And then I had just fallen off the like the grid from like listening to them. Yeah. And then uh, we're on tour, and then uh, John uh, he p- he puts on Project it's, X, Project X. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I, this is like the, the intro song was like that weird like anime because yeah, I didn't know real, it was from. Dude, like, it just sounds like the initial D intro. It's so funny. <laughs> I didn't know it was based off it, so I'm like, yeah. okay, kind of confused. <laughs> and then I started listening to these songs, and I'm like. He's just rapping about a car, Bro. and like, <laughs> and then like, I started listening to him more. We literally heard that song like, I mean, that whole fucking EP like ten times, like <laughs> on one trip. Yeah. And then by the end of the tour, we were like singing along to everything. Dude. It was just, and that just that's amazing. It's so good, like <laughs> that that mixtape is like a masterpiece. Dude, man. it is. And then it's, it's funny because that's like my drunk tweet track because <laughs> yeah, it's all like love songs <laughs> and it's all very like emotional so it's yeah. like how can you not when you're listening to that yeah shit? and i'm all like it's girl that's my text and yeah. then like, i was like fuck it i'm just gonna fucking text her xavier wolf lyrics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> text her hate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tweet. i remember that i forgot even though I, I i forgot why i even did that but i was like wait, uh yeah drunk drunk texting you know everyone should one night just drunk a uh, drunk text a girl hate breed lyrics hate breed lyrics. yeah <laughs> tell her it's I, a I, deal silly <laughs> 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 so if she knows where they're from then that's when you know like it's real okay yeah it's a wife <laughs> <laughs> um let me see uh, i probably gonna say well, so when's the next narb show or what um the next narb show is gonna be november 5th i believe and uh it's gonna be a type of show like i guess we haven't played so far um it's not like because so far all we've been playing is like just punk shows, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, this is gonna be like a mixed genre. Well, I mean, besides from the Night Fight Triple Six oh shows, yeah, yeah. like those are mixed genre. But uh, I feel like it's gonna be with a lot more like hardcore that, bands and stuff. That usually don't go to punk shows have been coming out more. Yeah, and it's it, it's awesome, and uh, they've been getting an in, like inside inside look as far as like what kind of scene it is, and and it's fu- it's fucking cool, and I and it's cool that you guys got invited to those type of shows now. Yeah, and, like re- it's. And that's how um, that's how you bring in more people into like you know punk rock and all these other subcultures like just you know playing something that you're not you you don't usually play like those yeah definitely um that's kind of what I was hoping for that was kind of the goal when we started throwing these shows um me and Clint were kind of tired of seeing like everyone on Twitter tweeting like oh the valley's so boring nothing cool ever happens here blah 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 but like me and Clint have been going to shows since we're like 14 so you know we know that cool shit happens and it's like it's not these people's fault like we're not trying to be all like snob about it like oh we know about the cool things you don't like we wanted we knew like not everyone's open to this shit like not everyone knows this exists yeah exactly we just wanted to figure you want to give it a chance which kind of sucks exactly like once you put it in their face like look check this out you might fuck with it and then some of them do and some of them don't but like the ones that do are the ones that like okay cool like yeah nine times out of ten they're gonna like it yeah exactly so we just wanted to figure out a way like how do we open up the scene or how do we show all these people who have no idea this exists that it does exist Yeah, yeah so we just thought like we'll start throwing our own shows like Instead of complaining that nothing cool happens, like let's make something cool happen. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? no doubt. And uh, not to say there wasn't already cool shit happening, but we just wanted to do things uh, like we were seeing happening in other cities. Like we, when we went to go see Sesh Hollow Water Boys, um, was it Power Trip like opened up for him? That was fucking. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was so <laughs> tight. And I was like, that was the first time I realized like this can happen. Like it's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. Like people will fuck with it because there's people stage diving for both like for power trip and for such Hollow. yeah like, yeah so i was like that's when i realized like we can actually do this so that's when we just started doing like punk and rap shows yeah um, but you know um not just strictly that like the last show we had that guy michael morris oh dude was i was i was tripping balls <laughs> i was sober as fuck but i was tripping balls. Dude, exactly, it was really like wavy so, like psychedelic almost yeah <laughs> and then um 
someone did put this thing with the light yeah, and then Roldan was doing the liquid light okay show. dude i was like oh she looks like hash on the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> it's dude, really trippy it was like a lava lamp on the ceiling it was yeah. so tight and yeah my dude michael morris is so talented shouts out him he's that guy is 17 or 18 he's a senior in high school still, oh shit and he's just like super talented and i came across his music on soundcloud because some people it was getting a lot of attention on twitter like locally and I was just like, wow, this guy's like from McCallum. Like, I gotta check it out. Like, yeah. it had one of his songs has like ten thousand some plays on SoundCloud. Like, that's crazy. Like, Fuck. I've never seen those numbers from someone here in the valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone who's not like, he's a one man band. Like, he's recording this shit by himself. Like, damn, that's wild. He does every instrument. So I was like, I have to get this guy on a show. Like, his music's really good. He's really talented. Like, mm-hmm. I bet a bunch of people don't even know. He yeah, exists, I, did, so. I didn't even know. And then exactly. I was like, who's this guy? Like. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, can you borrow your app? And I was like, wait, what? I was confused. I mean, I was down. I don't care. Yeah, like, anyone can borrow my. You're just equipment. like a little like you're expecting to see like a lot of familiar bands. Yeah, and yeah, faces yeah. So and when he performed, and I was like, oh shit, this is really good. <laughs> he's got his shit on the lock. And for real, man, like he's just super talented. So I mean, that's what we want to do also with these shows. Like give people a chance who haven't been given a chance yet. I mean, this past show that we had three people on the lineup. It was their first show ever. It was the first time performing in front of people and. Uh, it's awesome to see that happening like at our shows yeah for sure man and they're all like really young guys i think all of them are like seniors in high school so it's like you know they're not gonna forget this shit like, yeah yeah no doubt so so uh before we end it right now uh mm-hmm. when's the next nine five triple six show the next one is gonna be december 16th and uh i haven't announced anything officially but i guess this will be like somewhat official um this will be out by on tuesday okay <laughs> yeah that's fine like we haven't made a flyer or anything but it'll be nice to get the word out so people oh, yeah, will start definitely. looking out for it but yeah it's gonna be december 16th and we're gonna bring back a uh, hash gordon and lord mac to headline oh, for nice. that show and uh you know last time they came they Dude, got a really good reaction awesome. <laughs> it was fun yeah so and that was like before nine five triple six shows had like that much of a buzz mm-hmm. so i think now it's gonna be even bigger yeah, turnout people are definitely gonna come bigger reactions so I mean, if it's like last show, it should be amazing. And we're going to have it at the same house, uh, oh Jenna's house. So That's it's going to be oh wild, my God, bro. I can't wait Hopefully, now. Really no excited. more holes in the wall, though. <laughs> I feel bad like, about that. I was yeah, like, but it, it worked itself out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it got, it's, it's getting fixed. So That's good. But it, uh, yeah, so that should be a wild ass show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the flyer will be coming soon and all that. Uh, I mean, is there anything anything, anything else you want to say? Give any shout outs to anyone before? Yeah, um, I just want to shout out PTL for throwing. Oh, sick ass shows yeah. all the time they they also inspired me to start throwing shows like since i'm friends with ronnie and omar and just seeing them uh make these shows come to life i was like like that's like that's tight like i want to yeah, be a part yeah. of that i want to make these crazy shows happen too you know um so and they've been super supportive too like they help spread the word and everything and uh, i just want to shout out all the bands and all the musicians who have played our shows like worst behavior and uh ingray and everyone else who's performed it's been tight and everyone who's supporting it's it's wild seeing like complete strangers uh this into something that we're making like uh our music the brand the clothes whatever like it's wild to see this much support yeah, man, so it's, and it's on the come up that's the thing you guys <laughs> yeah. haven't reached like we, your final format <laughs> we really we got our first shirts in january so we've only been doing this for not even a year yeah. like and if it's already getting like this much attention it's like it's giving us a real positive outlook on it it's giving us a confidence boost so yeah for sure yeah it's just more things to come and more more clothes more shows more music cool man so all y'all just go ahead and follow nine five triple six on twitter it's nine v yeah at nine v six 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 capital v uh you got a soundcloud or uh yeah soundcloud you can follow uh it's not nine five triple six but 
you can follow the gecko brothers soundcloud that has like me and clinton's uh music we've been making like rap music and then well you know everyone else has their own band camps not yeah, yeah, benda worst behavior i'll put the everyone. links on the on the shit sure. so people check it so out. yeah just follow whatever check it out all right thank you so much dude thanks for joining yeah, yeah thanks for having me Dan. y'all listen to this uh thank you all shout out to everyone who subscribe uh appreciate it have a good one thanks bye i just want to give thanks to pace for um for uh you know having the time to uh record that episode um i'm trying to make these things about 30 45 minutes at first and then hopefully like you know maybe they can be about an hour uh, i'm a big fan of podcasts that have hour episodes but that's just me <laughs> but yeah i don't want to keep you guys too long i guess so i'll keep them 30 45 minutes for now and then you know as the show progresses we can maybe have them longer uh so that was a huge fucking announcement for nine five triple six hash gordon's gonna be here lord mac so y'all keep an eye out for that our next episode is actually gonna be with ryan bazan from fallen empire or formerly fallen empire um we'll be recording that episode later today and that will be the next episode on tuesday i'm pretty sure we'll be reminiscing on a lot of things and that one's gonna be very very interesting that one might be an hour long for sure <laughs> so y'all keep an eye out for the sec- uh, the third episode with ryan from fallen empire that's gonna be a lot of reminiscing of the vfw days and shit like that so we'll be uh digging deep on that one <laughs> but uh, i just want to thank everyone for checking out the podcast and you know the feedback i got for the first episode was really great i you know this is something i've been wanting to do so y'all are encouraging me to keep doing this and it feels fucking awesome so all right check out episode three on tuesday thanks